Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shot. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Move the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. And before I get going this week, where we're going to talk about how well-being is most effective, where it's intertwined with work, and I'll explain exactly what my philosophies and thoughts are around that. But first, if you're an HR director responsible for people, HR manager, well-being manager, culture manager, any of those kind of roles, then you're going to want to get heads up for a webinar that we have on the 30th of July at 11.30. It's free to register, although places are limited. And it's called Mental Health, How to Get Your Teams Thriving. As we return to work or we contemplate a return to work and as we move into the next phase of recovery as I've said before if you're a familiar listener to the podcast we're going to have one hell of a hangover for want of a better expression with regards to mental health there's going to be lots of stuff going on a lot of survivor's guilt if people have been made redundant or furloughed and you haven't there's going to be guilt about leaving your family leaving your pets again Maybe it's going to be a real wrench for you because you have loved aspects of the working from home lifestyle. Either way, um, people are going to have a lot of problems around mental health. At least quite a lot of people are going to have quite a lot of problems. And we're going to talk about what they might be and what to think about. Um, what, to, what to weave into a well-being strategy as we move into the next phase of recovery. I'll also talk about emotional intelligence being the most highly prized asset. I'll talk about uh, the head of well-being being perhaps the role that everybody is looking to fill as we move into the next phase and various other concepts around this. So it's going to be um, a very good action-packed interactive webinar. We've run it a few times and it's always been a real, uh, real cracker. So um, we'll post a link in the show notes as to how you can register for that, but it's free. It's on Thursday, the 30th of July at 11.30. So I hope to see you there. Um, And as to this week's episode... I've been having a lot of conversations recently with um, various different organizations. Um, we and my team and I, that is, have been running lots of well-being mini sessions, 20-minute sessions where we're talking to people about how they're feeling and helping them with aspects of their well-being. And what comes up very frequently is this. People have got access to resources or perhaps they haven't, but if they have, they're not utilizing them. And when I'm exploring why that might be, what I'm hearing is that There's a bit of guilt around um, spending time during the day looking at a video on sleep, for example, or looking at a video on mental health because they think they're letting their teammates down who are working, you know, nose to the grindstone. So they're reluctant to take that bit of time out. They're reluctant to go out for that walk at lunch, knowing their teammates are on Slack interacting and so on. So there's that. And, And sometimes what I'm hearing as well is if I watch a video or attend a workshop for 30 minutes or whatever it might be, Um, I'm going to have to make that time up at some point and I'd rather just work flat out eight to six and get it done so that I can log off at 6.15. And I think this is really problematic and we're going to have to combat this. We're going to have to get our heads around this because 
I've talked about the concept of the corporate athlete many times before. We need to educate people um, and have them totally buy into the importance of prioritizing recovery, of sleeping well, of having good mental health and well-being, of having good energy, of being resilient. Um, and what you know, how to stay resilient for things like life changes, like menopause or starting a family or bereavement and all this kind of stuff, you know, how we stay fit for the rigors of life and the rigors of business life. So I think um, we are going to need to find ways of encouraging people to use this time and to educate themselves and inspire and motivate themselves to really make well-being uh, at the very essence of everything they do. And one of the ideas that I've got around this um, is we need to explore, when I say we, I mean leaders, um, HR directors, heads of people, um, really the CEO, because well-being needs to be supported and underpinned at sea level. And I absolutely think every company is going to need to lead with well-being as we move into the next phase of recovery and beyond that, back into growth and into a situation where we thrive economically and um, on a micro level as a business. We will need to interweave or intertwine well-being into work in order for, I think, for it to be really accepted and to be effective. So what I mean by that is at a very, very simple, quite you know, crass example, but if we're encouraging people to move more, why not encourage walking meetings? Because that way business is being conducted uh, and, and something's being achieved and people feel they've been productive and they're interacting with their team and they're, they're talking about business, but they're also moving. That's one very simple example of, of how we could intertwine the two. Um, and there's there's lots of other ideas which, you know, uh, I, at some point I'll share some of them on webinars and some of them are for the clients that I'm working with. But and it might encourage you to have a think if this is your role or responsibility or even if you're um, an employee or a team member somewhere and you would love to work more well-being into your day, but are unsure how you can do that. That's what I would be thinking about, how we can intertwine well-being into work. So it isn't an and or it's an as well as. And that way, I think we're going to get more people doing the right thing for their health. The one other thing that I've, I've noticed is that engagement with well-being really needs to be interactive and not passive. Um, we're sitting down looking at screens and, and having people broadcast content to us or broadcast their views pretty much all day in many of our in many instances. Um, I think well-being content is going to need to be much more interactive. Um, I ran a webinar or workshop very recently, two days before recording this. So actually, by the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on Saturday, the day it's released, it would be on the Tuesday. So very fresh. Um, and I stripped out almost all of my slideware. I had about five slides um, and they were just sort of thought. They were graphics as usual, no words, just a thought. And then people were putting in, put out into breakout rooms and really sort of brainstorming. Um, this particular question was, what new habits do you want to retain as we move into the next phase of recovery? So it might be working from home two days a week. It might be uh, I've been standing at my desk. I'm going to hold that habit. It might be that I've been exercising every morning and I'm going to keep that up as well. Um, and I had people really think about that and um, interacting um, with each other, with our, us as a group, with me directly um, and in breakout rooms of, of pairs. And I think um, we're going to need to make it interactive as well. Instead of showing someone a video on sleep, let's do a very quick punchy 
how to set your bedroom bedroom up, brainstorming around um, the ideal setup for a bedroom. This kind of thing, it's just going to need to be interactive. We need to accept that people are being broadcast to. We're not getting the sort of the variety that different meeting rooms present, that even an office presents. It's different faces, different people coming in and out the building. Um, you may you may hot desk. Um, you may be going from meeting room A to B to C. You're moving around a bit. Right now, we're pretty much in one room. So I think all of these things in themselves feed into somebody's well-being. But if we can address some of those points, figure out how we can intertwine well-being with work um, on an individual level, but also from a a strategic company directive level. Um, And if we can think about how we can make it as interactive as possible to really get people to buy into it, um, I think those two things are going to be um, really important. And finally, um, a quick note on well-being where I think it sits in the the priorities. And yes, I run an an award-winning well-being company. So of course, I'm going to be promoting this, but I do that for a reason. Um, And that is, I think it is absolutely paramount that a company leads with well-being as we move into the next phase of recovery. And beyond that, I think recovery and well-being is, is very interlinked or intersecting with recovery is as important as the work you put in. So if you're listening to this and you're not responsible for a team or an organization's people strategy, but you're thinking, well, I'm interested in well-being. I wonder what I can do. It's the, the, the analogy that I would make is that if you're working really hard to hit a set of personal and professional goals and to have the lifestyle you want and the things you want and the travel you want and all that kind of stuff, but you aren't giving yourself adequate recovery so that you can have longevity of health span, but longevity of career as well, it's a bit like preparing a beautiful meal with fresh ingredients that you've gone from sought from a farmer's market and the very best sources. And then as the meal is, is finished, you serve it up, you plate it up, you put it on, you put condiments on and all that kind of stuff. And then you walk out the kitchen and leave it in there because it, it's, it's vital. And the enjoyment of all your effort comes from getting adequate recovery so that you have the health and the fitness and the well-being to go out and enjoy life and you know, the, uh, the spoils, as it were, that you've earned in your career. So um, these are not points, those most recent points are certainly not new. I'm continually talking about the importance of recovery and looking after your own well-being. If you want to find out more about all the different aspects of well-being that we talk about, by the way, you can jump onto the website, which is bodyshopperformance.com. Click on the menu and there'll be a search bar there and you can type in sleep, or mental health or energy or corporate athlete or recovery or any of these topics. Anything you may be interested in, and it will search all the blogs, vlogs, and podcasts that we've ever produced. There's a a rich bank of really high quality content in there. So I'd urge you to take a look at that. And otherwise, please do share this with anybody. Feel free to share it with your HR director. Feel free to share it with anyone at all that you think might enjoy it. As always, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you next week. All the best for now. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.